0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Secret, I mean, of the On Fire B two B Podcast. Podcast where we take business owners, CEOs, people who manage and support salespeople. Six questions, nine minutes, because the best know when to be concise and when to shut up. So here we go. Question number one: In a couple sentences, tell me who you are and what do you do.
1: I'm Mike Dirks, and I run a leadership consulting company in the Columbus, Ohio area. And I'm married with five kids, and that keeps me busy. Five
0: kids, you must really like your wife.
1: I do, we figured out what was causing it.
0: Yeah, love it, love it there. Question number two, what is, uh, what's the best thing about working with other businesses?
1: It, it's watching them grow and transform and just blossom into who they have the potential to be.
0: Love it, love it there. Question number three, what is the most challenging thing about getting in front of decision makers? Well, that's, that's a tough
1: one. It's really getting in front of them because they are so busy. There's so much noise in the marketplace that you have to give them a compelling reason to meet with you.
0: Um, that, that, that is true. That is true there. Question number three. I mean, question number four. What other top professionals in the B2B industry, like yourself, that you think be a great guest for the On Fire B2B podcast? <laughs>
1: you know i think uh there's a a friend of mine brent long who runs a sales coaching program and tim beard who is a outsourced sales manager
0: perfect perfect i will look them both up when we are done here mike you are ahead of schedule because you have seven minutes and 39 seconds left so let's get to question number five and this is where you're going to share some of your biggest insights about working with businesses
1: well I mean, I think the biggest insight is we have to understand in the sales profession that that decision maker is very busy, has pitches coming to them all the time. Mm -hmm. And too many times the self-interest of the salesperson is what's leading in and and they're tired of that. Um, So really, we need to learn how to create a a compelling message to the decision maker. That prompts them to take action. Yes. Um, you know, and, and so I think the biggest secret behind that is not just figure out what you can do to help their business, but really how are you gonna, how is that gonna help their life? You know, is it gonna get them home earlier? Are they gonna be able to spend more time with their family? What do they value, and then what do you do that brings brings them the ability to have that value brought into their life? Right, You know, so we get beyond the, it's all about the salesperson to, it's all about the decision maker, not just on the business front, but also on the personal front.
0: Right. Because again, every single time you reach out to the decision maker, you're right. They get hit tons and tons of times a day. I woke up today to four messages. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, I had six uh, LinkedIn requests from people who virtually said the same thing in their LinkedIn request. I work with people like you and I can make your life better.
0: See, at least they actually sent a message because I woke up to three LinkedIn requests and all it was you just add, there was no message there. So I'm like, who are you? What do you want?
1: Yeah. That part it, there. You know, it, it, but they never, they never seek to find out what the real issues are. They don't know that I'm a married with five children. Right. And, and that means something to me that may not mean something to another decision maker.
0: And you really like your wife. That's another important thing there.
1: And I like my wife. And yes. we figured out what caused it. So those yes. are all those. Th- that's a big uh, insight as
0: well. But that's a different story. Totally different story there. Speaking of liking your wife, let's get to question number six. Okay. Most important question of the podcast, Mike. Yeah. Focus. So,
1: so here oh. I am.
0: Wait, wait. Okay. I got I to gotta say it first. Oh, sorry. It's Okay. Tell me about your first time. Your first sale.
1: Okay, so outside of getting my wife to marry me, that would be one sale. Um, but probably my first formal professional sales, I had left the IT world 20 years as an IT professional. And I get into a, a leadership training organization and they say, you will never, your first sale will never be a sell, one of our sales training programs. So the very first sale I had was our sales training program. Mm-hmm. to people in the IT industry. So, um, I did what the company told me I wouldn't be able to do, but I did it to people that I knew how to talk to because I came out of that industry. So that was my very first sale. Um, and that was 20 or year, 18 years ago.
0: Love it. Love the story. Love the story there. So Mike, you now have four minutes and 12 seconds left. Promo <laughs> well, time. Ask me a question, talk about the weather, or since the best know when to be concise and when to shut up, we can end early. All are acceptable.
1: I'll ask you a question, Bob. I'll allow it. What was your first sales experience?
0: My first sales experience was when I was four, and my parents tell me this story is I decided to just go around and ask random people for money because I wanted a video game.
1: Did you and get the video game?
0: I well, I did not because my mother had to train me that walking around asking people j- for money, just you know, as a kid, there is stealing because they would feel <laughs> bad and they would just give me cash and everything. And like another time, she said, "Is we're at the, we're at the mall and I go to the um a, the uh, Asian um you know the Chinese food place and you know they give me a fortune cookie. Well, I ask for forty of them because every one of my friends in school should have one too.
1: That seemed right."
0: Yeah, well, and of course two. she said, no, you can't just, you know, because again, they, they do, they're just like, they'll give a kid whatever he asks for. So she was trying to, you know, train me not to just go around and ask random people for stuff.
1: Very good, very good. There we go. Good.
0: Um, good. We do have three minutes and five seconds left. Would you like some promo time?
1: Sure, I'll do some promo. I mean, my, my passion, my why, if you want to use the Simon Cynic language, is I believe everyone has God-given potential that they're not reaching and so I come along beside them to help reach some of that potential that's in them that they just haven't figured out how to unlock yet. So that's my why. And that's what I do is I come along beside and, and help people unlock their potential. And I do that through leadership, coaching, leadership, development, and CEO peer advisory groups.
0: Mm. Love it. Love it there. Yep, pulled it off, Mike. Six questions, nine minutes, because the Vesna wouldn't be concise and wouldn't shut up. Now, your website's already in the description. You don't need to spell it out, but you can say it anyway.
1: Okay, it's PLG, Performance Leadership Group, hyphen Ohio, plg-ohio.com.
0: Perfect, and guess what? It's already in the description, so anyone who wants to find you can go to the description wherever it is on this thing here. So, Mike, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. Everyone else watching or listening, make sure you check out more episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. My name is Bob Clark. You all have a wonderful day. Talk to you later.